Do you like cheesecake at all? I love cheesecake. I love cheesecake at nighttime, real late at night. Cheesecake could do, man. Top it off before you go to sleep. <laughs> what flavor of cheesecake do you like, Future? Just the regular one, original. What does that taste like? Just full on cheese? Uh, it tastes like cheesecake. <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? Episode 127 of the High on Affinity podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob. Thank you for tapping in with your boy for another fantastic episode. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the new Halo show. Yes, there is a Halo show coming out, and they got the first trailer that put out last week, so I'm giving you my thoughts on that. And then finally, after years and years of waiting, GTA 6 is officially confirmed, so I give you my thoughts on that as well. And then finally, the Super Bowl is this weekend, so I give you my preview of the game and my prediction. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yes, 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 that time we get in, everybody. Episode 127 of the Howl Infinity Podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything sports and nerd culture. Like always, I'm your host, Jacob, and we're glad to have you back for another fantastic episode. Like always, first time listening to the podcast, welcome to the podcast. And if you're a returning listener, we're glad to have you back for another episode. Like always, follow us on our social media sites. Follow us on Facebook at High on Infinity Podcast. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at High Infinity Pod. Or follow me, the host, on my personal accounts, Twitter and Instagram at SoYamAsian. And if you didn't get all that, just hit the link tree link up in the bio of the podcast. Has all our podcast social media sites and our podcast streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor app. And last but not least, if you like what you hear, please leave your boy a five-star review on your preferred streaming platform. That would be greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. So, hope everybody's doing good. Doing pretty good myself. Weekend was all right. Didn't do too much. Just trying to get back into the swing of things with the podcast routine. Thank you to everyone who reached out to me telling me they liked the new logo and the new intro music. We're off to a good start to the new year or the new year when it comes to the podcast. Because each year, you know, the goal is always expansion of the podcast as a whole. And one of the best ways to do that is just keep putting out great content each and every week. Like this week, got some pretty good stuff to talk about. Why the Super Bowl was this Sunday. Got my prediction on that. GTA 6 was finally confirmed. Got a lot of thoughts on that. And we got another good topic on what we're getting ready to talk about right now. The Halo Show. Yes, one of the most popular video game series ever. Definitely the most popular Xbox game series ever. It's finally getting this long-awaited live TV adaptation or live adaptation in general. For those of you who don't know, they're making a Halo show. It's going to be on Paramount Plus, which is like one of the newer streaming services, you know, because every damn network got a damn streaming service. But the only show I know that's on Paramount Plus is the iCarly reboot. And I'm sick and tired, damn it, of the Miranda Cosgrove slander. She do not look like Michael Jackson. 
just want to get that off my chest right quick but anyways yeah there's a halo show they released the first trailer for it last week i want to say and when it came out i really didn't hear nothing about it i figured with something big as halo is going to garner some kind of social media buzz and for what i saw i saw next to nothing and it took me a couple of days to watch the damn trailer because i was like damn there was a halo trailer released earlier this week let me go watch it because at first i was a little hesitant to talk about the halo show on the podcast because i wasn't that big into the halo games growing up i only really played like two halo games in my lifetime and that was halo reach back in high school and i always got to give my respect to halo reach because that right there to me was like the gateway game into the world of online multiplayer and without halo reach i would be playing call of duty overwatch destiny you know etc etc so I always got to give Halo Reach its due. And the only other Halo game I ever played besides Halo Reach was Halo 4. And I really don't know like the history and the lore of the Halo series. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I do know. Y'all know if I'm unfamiliar with something, I'll let y'all know like from the start. Hey, I'm not too familiar on this topic. But I just know like the basis of the Halo games. And after watching the trailer, I was curious on whether was this show based on the games or a specific game at that or just like their adaptation of this series. Like are they telling a different story. But just with the same characters. And going by from what I saw. I think it's going to be the latter. And after watching the trailer. To be honest just from the looks of it. It does look kind of interesting. But I'm looking at it from the perspective of someone who really didn't play the games. Like to me. Just by first watch. They got a lot of the stuff right. Like Master Chief Suit. The Covenant. A lot of the ships and the vehicles are game accurate from what I saw. Only thing that really stuck out was uh, Cortana. That's like Master Chief's AI if you don't play the games. And she's not blue in the show. She's more like a humanoid AI, whatever you want to call that or whatever. Yeah, like, really don't got a problem with that. Like I said, it's AI, more realistic. But anyways, besides all that, here's the big money question. Will I be watching the Halo TV show? More than likely, it's going to be a no. Like, I don't think the show's going to be bad or anything. It's the fact that... It's on a streaming service that I don't currently have and don't plan on getting anytime soon. And I had a conversation with some friends over the past weekend. We were just catching up like, hey, you know what shows you've been watching lately? And we end up getting on uh, the topic of Euphoria, you know, the popular show about drugs with Zendaya. And Euphoria is like one of the biggest shows out right now. And a lot of folks watch it. And to me, I just don't have the urge to watch Euphoria at the moment. And other shows as well, I know like, People been watching uh, The Book of Boba Fett on Disney Plus and The Peacemaker show on HBO Max. Two shows that fall into like the realm of what I talk about on the podcast. And some of you are probably wondering, Jake, why don't I talk about those shows on the podcast? Granted, I am aware a lot of people do watch those shows. But the truth is, I can't watch everything. Would love to, but just can't. That's how it be sometimes. And that is why I probably won't be tuning into the Halo show whenever it comes out. But if you are interested in the Halo show, you don't have to wait that long. I think they said the series comes out in, in March. Yeah. Don't know the episode count yet. If I had to guess, probably 8 to 10 episodes. So moving on from one popular game series to another, GTA 6. The news started to make the rounds last weekend that GTA 6 is finally confirmed. The last time I talked about the GTA games on the podcast was the GTA remakes that was released late last year. Turns out those games were complete bombs. For what I heard and what I saw, those games were basically trashed by everyone. There were a lot of problems with those games when it came out. So Rockstar kind of had to make it up to us with the official announcement of GTA 6. 
almost 10 years since the release of GTA 5 and multiple ports to current gen systems. Like GTA 5, to my knowledge, is like the first game ever to be released on three different generations of consoles. First came out in, I think, 2013 on PS3 and Xbox 360. I remember I was in college when this game first came out and my suite mate across the hall, well, more more likely it's crossed like the bathroom because the way my, my uh, dorm room was set up, it was my room, me and my roommate, and we shared the bathroom with the two other people in the other room. So, yeah, my suite mate across the bathroom, he got the game and he was like, yeah, man, GTA 5 was the fucking best game ever, dude. I was like, okay, cool. And then GTA 5 was ported to the PS4 and Xbox One the next year. That's when I got it. Was it called the Xbox One when it came out? I think. Anyways, it came out on the new PS4 and whatever Xbox was out at the time. And that's when I got the game. Then in 2020, it was announced that GTA 5 will be ported again to the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. So three generation of consoles this game has been on. So Rockstar is draining every little bit of damn money down to the pennies out of GTA 5. It reminds me... I think I saw a meme with this perfect example of this situation. You know, when um, for people who watch Fairway Yard Parents, it was that episode where they were selling Cosmo sweat as lemonade. It was making so much bank. And like, I want to say it's been a while since I've seen this episode. I want to say like Timmy or someone like squeezed like every little drop of sweat at a Cosmo. And that's basically what Rockstar is doing to GTA 5. But like I said last week, we got the official announcement from Rockstar that GTA 6 is on the way. And they said that development on GTA 6 is quote-unquote well underway. Defined well underway, I would say they just got the groundwork done. So I assume plot, characters, and location. So where will GTA 6 take place? Going by the rumors, all roads indicate that GTA 6 will be taking place in Vice City. Don't got a problem with that. Vice City is probably my favorite GTA game. So here's the big money question. When will GTA 6 <laughs> come out? Like with the Halo show, when news came out about GTA 6 getting announced, I thought it would be like making a, you know some buzz on social media. And for what I saw, it really didn't. I assume a lot of people were like, okay, GTA 6 got announced. We'll believe it when we see it. And I'm like that too. Rockstar has been bullshitting. When it comes to working on GTA 6, not counting remakes or like special edition games, the only game I could think of that Rockstar has made since GTA 5 was Red Dead Redemption 2. So it's not like they're pumping out games year after year since GTA 5. I'm going to cut them a little slack because, you know, COVID happened. That probably pushed a lot of things back. If COVID didn't happen, hell, we probably got GTA 6 this year. But if I had to take a guess... When studios announce new games that are about to come out, they usually do it like two or some odd years out before the release of that game. So my educated guess is that GTA 6 will be out in 2024. So by GTA standards, we're almost there. got a pretty big football game this weekend super bowl 56 
there was a Super Bowl everyone expected. My LA Rams or Los Angeles Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. And you all know I'm a fun facts kind of guy. And this is the first non-Brady or Mahomes Super Bowl since Super Bowl 50. And it's good to see some new faces in this game. At the start of the season, I personally had the Chiefs versus the Packers, Mahomes versus Rodgers. That probably been a very good game as well, but of course those teams lost before they made it to the big game. But let's talk about the teams that are actually playing in the big game. First up, the quote-unquote road team because they got the away jerseys on, the Rams. So I've been following the Rams for a few years now. It all started when I went to LA a few years ago. And over the course of my lifetime, I rooted for a couple teams growing up. Well, mainly one team, it was the Eagles. I was a big Eagles fan, probably late elementary school, middle school, and probably about the first two years of high school. Like I said, big Eagles fan from Donovan McNabb to T.O., Brian Westbrook, down all the way to Michael Vick, LaShawn McCoy, and Deshaun Jackson. Then Chip Kelly came in there and messed everything up, so I stopped being an Eagles fan. And for about, you know, all those years, I had favorite players I rooted for, but never a solid NFL team to root for. But like I said, went to L.A. a few years ago, and I went to a Lakers game. And before, you know, the Lakers game, wanted to get some Lakers merch or, you know, more Lakers merchandise. So we went to the mall, went to like, a, I think, a Dick Sporting Good. And I want to say this was the Rams' second year back in L.A., you know, of course, after being in St. Louis for all those years prior to that. Well, they were in L.A., then St. Louis, and back to L.A. So, anyways, in the sports store, just looking around, I was in, like, the Rams section, and, and the guy was like, hey, you know, Rams looking good this year. And I said, I wouldn't know nothing about it, you know. I'm from out of town. I'm a Lakers fan. He's like, hey, man, since you like the Lakers, just root for the Rams, man. Like I said, we're going to look good this year. And I was like, you know what? I'll take your word up on that. So, thank you, random Dick Sporting Goods store employee for putting me on the Rams. So, like I said, been following them for a few years now. And, of course, they were in the Super Bowl a few years ago where they lost to Tom Brady and the Patriots. And in the offseason, we traded Jared Goff and some picks to the Lions for Matt Stafford. And Goff wasn't a terrible QB. But after the Super Bowl, it's like he stepped off a damn cliff, man. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, we've seen you play at your very best. You was an MVP candidate when you went to the Super Bowl. Like before the Super Bowl, he could throw it 55 yards on the dot. And after the Super Bowl, he couldn't throw the ball 10 yards down the damn field without getting intercepted. But anyways, here comes Matt Stafford, and the Rams automatically become Super Bowl contenders in the NFC, of course, behind favorites Green Bay and Tampa. And going into this season, I looked at our schedule, and I was like, I can see it's going 10-7, 11-6. We got the QB, the wide receivers, and the defense to do so. The run game was a little sketchy to start off because we lost our starter from last year, Cam Akers, to an Achilles injury back in training camp, and we picked up Sony Michelle to fill that void. So I knew this year we're going to be more of a passing team, you know, because Stafford can sling it. And we had Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Vance Jefferson, and Tyler Higby at wide receiver and tight end. And Rams fans knew that Cooper Cup was going to get his due for some years now. And I'm happy for him because he didn't play in the Super Bowl from a few years ago. He tore his ACL during the playoffs. No, no, he tore his ACL during the season and missed the playoff run. And I remember in fantasy football, when I drafted Cooper Cup for the first time, I was laughed at by the whole damn league. Then fast forward later on that season, I was getting a shitload of trade requests for Cooper Cup. 
So the last few years, I've been drafting Cooper Cup in fantasy football. And this year, the year I don't draft him, he goes off and wins the Triple Crown. And the Triple Crown means he led the league in yards, catches, and touchdowns. And Cooper Cup was a fantasy football monster this year. He won a lot of people, their fantasy leagues, I assume. Like the numbers he was putting up was crazy. Like an off game for Cooper Cup this year in fantasy football was 17 points. And for those of you who don't play fantasy football, 17 points is pretty damn good for a wide receiver. And that was an off game for Cup this year. But continuing on with the season, we got off to a hot start, 7-1. Then we hit a little speed bump in the road in the middle of the season, lost three straight games. Then we made some moves during the trade deadline. We picked up Odell Beckham Jr. off the free agency waiver wire to add to our receiving core. Then right after that, Robert Woods towards ACL and is out for the season. So that signing right there was kind of like a blessing in disguise. Then we shored up the defensive side of the football by trading for Von Miller to pair him with Aaron Donald on the defensive line. And we got Jalen Ramsey in the secondary. So the Rams went all in this year. So anything besides a Super Bowl berth this year was a bust. So we finished the season 12-5, and won the division, the NFC West, toughest division in football. And we start our playoff run. Faced the Cardinals in the wild card round. We split the season series with them 1-1. Handled them pretty easily. Then the next round in the divisional, we faced the reigning champs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. We beat them earlier in the season, so I knew we could hang with them. But we all know, beating Tom Brady in the regular season and beating Tom Brady in the postseason are two different things. Like Tom Brady is usually the final boss, to put it in video game terms. And we started off pretty hot up 27 to 3 my friends messaged me in the chat was like dang jake y'all looking good against the bucks and i was like yeah but you know they got that guy tom brady on the other side and we all knew what happened brady tied it up with under a minute left stafford and cup drove the ball downfield and we kicked the walk-off field goal for the win then in the nfc title game we beat the 49ers for the first time in three years to make it to a home super bowl only the second time this has ever happened of course you no know, Last year was the first time a home team played in the Super Bowl with the Buccaneers playing down in Tampa. So now we've arrived at the Super Bowl. Matt Stafford has been in the league for 13 years. And at the start of the playoffs, he has never won a playoff game. And now he's one win away from a title. Odell Beckham Jr. is in the Super Bowl. He went from being blamed in Cleveland for Baker Mayfield's regression, why the Browns are sucking, all that stuff. And I and I hate to say this. Well, I don't hate to say this, but I tried I really tried to be a Baker Mayfield guy. I drafted him in fantasy football three years in a row and dropped his ass all three times. Hell, I dropped his ass for a kicker this year. That's how down I was on Baker Mayfield. But anyways, Odell Beckham Jr. One went away from a Super Bowl. Aaron Donald, one of the best defensive players ever, is one went away from being a champion. But in order to do that, we need to beat one more team. And the Rams opponent for the Super Bowl is the Cincinnati Bengals. And what a story this is. Two years ago, they had the worst record in the league. They got the top pick and took Joe Burrow. Then last year, they only had four wins. And this year, they're in the Super Bowl. So they're way, 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 way ahead of schedule. Like I said earlier, led by Burrow and their young core. I can't lie. Joe Burrow is that guy. Like to take a team who basically has been a dumpster fire the past 10 years to take it to the Super Bowl, got to give credit where it's due. So how did the Bengals get to the Super Bowl? Well, first off, this is their first trip to the Super Bowl since 1989. I wasn't even born yet. Hell, I wasn't even 
thought of yet at that time. But anyways, the Bengals finished the season 10 and 7. They started off hot 3 and 1, I remember. They're getting a little buzz around them. But we see many teams start off 3 and 1 and fall apart at the end, but they kept winning and beating good teams. They beat the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Chiefs late in the season. And when they beat the Chiefs, I was like, "Oh, dang. The Bengals are for real this year." So they won the division. They faced the Raiders in the wild card game, beat them. And I was rooting for them in that game because, you know, it's been a while since they won a playoff game. Rooting for the underdog. The next game, they beat the one seed Tennessee Titans. Going into the game, I was like, you know what? I want to be surprised if they beat them. And then they faced the Chiefs in the AFC title game, beating the Raiders. And the Titans are cool, though. But Mahomes and the crew is something different. A team that's been there and done that the past few years. And it started off bad. The Chiefs were up 21-3 and it looked like they were about to do Chief things. Then the Bengals clamped down, made the comeback, and won in overtime to go to the Super Bowl. So let's get to the game. First off, both teams deserve to be here. To get to the Super Bowl, you got to beat some pretty good teams. The Rams beat Tom Brady and two division rivals. The Bengals beat the number one seed and the Chiefs. So there's a lot of game-within-the-game matchups in the Super Bowl. The most notable one is wide receiver Jamar Chase versus cornerback Jalen Ramsey. So will Ramsey travel with them? I would say he will cover Chase majority of the game, probably switch off between him and Higgins, depending on who's given more production. Hopefully both of them are producing at the same time. But to me, the most important matchup is the Bengals O-line versus the Rams defensive line. And the Bengals O-line, look this up, they allowed the third most sacks this season, and we all know they gave up nine sacks to the Titans, and the Rams got one of the better defensive lines in the league, so they need to be able to get to Joe Burrow, and if they can't sack him, make him throw the ball earlier than when he wants to throw it. So I'm going to need the Rams defensive line, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, Greg Gaines. I need y'all to be headhunted in the Super Bowl. They need to be some game records. I need at least four or five sacks on Burrow, and not in my prediction. Hey, I know the Bengals are a good team. They're in the Super Bowl for a reason, and they're one of those teams where they say they don't know what they don't know, why this is their first time experiencing all of this, why they're not supposed to be here. They're only projected like, what, seven, eight wins this year, and hey, look where they're at, in the Super Bowl. So they're playing loose. You know, they got nothing to lose because in all honesty, all the pressure is on the Rams. They're in a home Super Bowl. They went in this year with the trades and the free agency acquisitions. They were one of the teams expected to be here. Like they weren't the favorite. That was Green Bay, Tampa. Hell, I throw Dallas in there. I'm being nice today. But yeah, I got a pretty close game that's about to go down. I think it's going to be a good game. And I think the Rams defensive line will make some key plays down the stretch to seal the victory. So I got Rams winning 27 to 24. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. I greatly appreciate you for taking time out of your very busy day to give this podcast a listen. Thank you for all the likes, retweets, shares, subscribes, and any other way you support the podcast. It truly means a lot to me. Like I say, I will not be here without you, the listener, and I thank you for that. So take care, be safe, and I will see y'all next time.